And, and, you know, if you look at all these different predictions, all of them are pretty much saying the same thing, which is it's going to be a busy, uh, busier-than-average hurricane season. And, and uh, you know, I think a lot of that has to do with, um, and, and, you know, we talk about this every year, uh, the water out in the Pacific Ocean um, is uh, in the equatorial Pacific. Um, it, it, it basically... Um, it's it's in a what we call an enso neutral, so it's neither above uh, nor below normal temperature, and and typically in enso neutral phases, uh, we tend to see an uptick in the Atlantic Basin hurricane activity. So uh, not all the time; it's not always a slam dunk. There's still a possibility that we can have an average or maybe even below average season, but all of the all of the data seems to line up in a way that would suggest that this hurricane season is going to be pretty busy. Now, that doesn't tell us exactly where that busyness uh, will occur. You know, it could be a busy season, but if all the storms stay out at sea and don't affect any land, then the impact is low. But, you know, on the flip side, you know, all it takes is one storm to, to hit, hit, hit us, and, and, and that makes for a busy season for us. So, uh, so yeah, um, you know, with that in mind, you know, now's the time to prepare, and that's why we're having uh, this week uh, the uh, both national, uh, it's recognized nationally and in the state of North Carolina, uh, Hurricane Preparedness Week. And we really want to urge everybody, everybody, to think about what they, what they need to do to prepare for the hurricane season. Don't wait until that first storm uh, approaches. So, that's what we're doing this week, Tom. We're, up, we're we're encouraging folks to prepare for the hurricane season. Well, I think it's a really good thing because they, you know, they they haven't released the full fledged census figures again. But North Carolina has grown a lot since uh, the last census was taken, and a lot of the people that have come to North Carolina may not have experienced a, a hurricane season, uh, particularly those. Uh, well, it, it, I was going to say the eastern half of the state, but some of the Tropical storms affect the mountains but with water and rain and stuff just about as badly as they do the, the, the along the coast. But anyway, there's a lesson to be learned here in terms of preparation. Uh, I was uh, uh, had a gentleman come to our house one time to spray for some bugs we had, and he got into our pantry, and he said, God, you got a lot of stuff in here. It isn't really very big, but it's stacked. it's got cans in it. And he said, you people in North Carolina are always preparing for some storm. And he's right. We've got to be prepared. We've got to have food, you know, that we can eat, perhaps without warming it up, and and so on. And that's part of what we're going to talk about tonight, too. I think is, and the, the the folks who've never experienced a hurricane need to. Last year, we we looked up, uh, Nick, I think, because um, most of the action uh, was in in the Gulf of Mexico. And let me do one geographical thing with you, and then we'll take a break and come back, and you can start talking about preparedness and so on. The Atlantic Basin includes the Atlantic Ocean, the Caribbean, and the Gulf of Mexico, unless I'm mistaken. That's what you're talking about. No, you're, you're, you're correct there, Tom. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid I'm still a trivia person. I'm always looking up the meanings of things, so I don't know exactly where stuff is. <laughs> but I know uh, Louisiana got, had a pretty rough year last year, but North Carolina, which usually gets, gets some action. In fact, I think a lot of the hurricanes that uh, pass near the eastern coast uh, there's a sort of a crossroads of the world out there just off of Cape Hatteras, if I remember correctly, where most hurricanes who come up the coast 
come within that distance, and North Carolina sort of sticks out into the ocean, unlike South Carolina and Georgia and even Florida. And so we're we're, we're uh, in a situation where we may be hit. We obviously are talking about the weather and the threat of hurricanes. Hurricane season begins January 1st and lasts till November 30th. And our guy who knows all about it is NOAA's uh, National Weather Service representative, Mr. Nick Petro. And he'll be back, uh, and we'll be back with him to talk about the hurricane season coming up right after this. Uh, and, and developed evacuation zones. 
So learn which zone you live in so that you, um, when if a particular zone um, is under evacuation orders, you know, you, you'll know when it's time to go. And, and of course, you know, you, why do you want to plan for that now? Well, of course, because, you know, if you, if you live in an, an evacuation zone, you, you know, you need to figure out where you're going to go, you know, what you're going to do for your pets, how you're going to secure your home. You know, these are all things that should be written down. You know, how are you going to get to your place? You know, if you have family inland that you can go uh, spend time with if you're told to evacuate. Or if you have a favorite, you know, hotel or somewhere inland you'd like to stay. Uh, you know, plan your route for how you're going to get there. Figure all this out ahead of time. So you're not, you know, rushing at the last minute to figure these things out, you know, when the storm is, 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 is approaching. Um, on uh, Tuesday, we recognized the uh, need to assemble disaster supplies. So you want to get your supplies before the hurricane season begins. Have enough food and water for each person for at least three days. You know, be sure to fill your prescriptions and have medicine on hand. Radios, batteries, you know, phone chargers are also uh, must-haves. And, uh, you know, certainly, um, you know, the, the have, you know, food for your pets. Know what you're going to do with your pets. But you want to have, you know, I always like to get a couple, like, um, you know, those storage totes. Um, I always like to, to get a couple of those. Put all my disaster supplies in there and put them in the closet, you know. And then, and then, you know, at once a year, I go through and I throw out the stuff that's expired and, or use it up before it expires, and then, then replace it uh, with fresh stuff each each season. And remember, your disaster supplies aren't necessarily just good for the hurricane season. Remember, disasters can happen any time of the year. So, you know, having a disaster kit, a storm kit. Uh, is great for the winter season, for winter storms. It's great for the spring season, during uh, tornado season. So you never know when you're going to be without power or stuck at home for you know extended period of time, and you need these supplies. So you know, take time again now. You know, you know, nothing is more frustrating when you know a storm is a couple days away and there's long lines at the store, things are running out. You know, if you do it now, you don't have to worry about that. Nick, can I okay. throw in a couple of things before you go on? Yeah, sure. One thing that I've learned uh, is uh, to to have some maybe small cooler unit or something, maybe one made of styrofoam or whatever works, to put your medicines in because you there there's certain medicines that need to be refrigerated. I know I used to take an eye medicine. I had to put drops in my eyes, and it re required refrigeration. And sometimes you don't think about that in terms of moving or if the power is off or whatever. And when you were talking about all those zones, I, I was sort of grinning to myself because I was thinking one of the things that you need to do, and this, this will really really resound with us today, is to make sure your gas tank is full. Yeah, well, that, that, that is definitely a, a must-do, but <laughs> seems like it's kind of funny to talk about that. Uh, yeah, that's what that right now, what's going on. <laughs> But you, but but you know, sometimes there'll be lines. Sometimes if the electricity goes off any place, you're stuck. And uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So you know, assuming uh, all this gas shortage stuff is going to get uh, resolved soon, yeah, that is one thing. Um, you know, when the storms, uh, you know, when 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 we're looking at a storm that's out in the middle of the Atlantic, you know, and it's five to seven days away, yeah, it's a good time to make sure your gas tank is is filled up in your car. So. Um, so, 
Good news, good news. <laughs> Given the gas situation we're facing now, there aren't any storms right now in the Atlantic Basin, so that's a good right. Thing. And it's supposed to be fixed up in the next few days, so we should be all right. But it is something you have you have to think about. Uh, you know, to be prepared as a part of uh, if they say Zone Eight needs to move. You know, you you had some good ideas. You know, know where you're going inland. If you have relatives, you're going to. If you're going to stay in. Uh, uh, if you, you're going to get away to the coast, maybe and come to the Triangle, you which motel or hotel you're going to stay in, and those kinds of things and so on. I think we've got uh, about a minute and a half before we have to break for the news, so you might want to go on to day number four now. Yeah, yeah. So day number four is get an insurance checkup. Okay, so what that means is check with your insurance agent well before the hurricane season. And remember that flood insurance, flood insurance, has to be obtained separately. That may not, you know, uh, it's not necessarily included with homeowner's uh, insurance. So, you know, you want to make sure you prepare your home uh, and vehicles according to your policy. Know where your insurance documents are located. Make sure you take copies of them uh, with you if you uh, are ever told to evacuate. So, uh, you know, consider flood insurance, really, because it's, you know, I mean, how many times over and over again, what happens? It's always the water that, that, that ruins people's homes most often during hurricanes. So even if you think you're not in a flood zone, check on it. You never know. Uh, you know, and if, and if, you know, because a lot of folks who thought, you know, they weren't in, you know, a flood-threatened area found out otherwise, you know, during Matthew and, and, and Florence uh, during the last couple of years. So that's something worth checking. Definitely okay. get an insurance checkup. Okay, let's stop here. We're going to pause and check the news, and we're going to come back with the warnings for the rest of the week from Nick Petro of the National Weather Service here on WPTF. All this coming up right after we check the news. 933 at WPTF. Carney Show for Thursday night, October 13th. Friday the 13th came on Thursday this month, so that's good. Well, we're talking about the weather tonight, and... Uh, fact that the hurricane season, the official hurricane season uh, for the Atlantic Basin is June 1st through uh, November 30th, and uh, it is important to North Carolina because we stick out into the ocean, and uh, once the hurricanes leave the, the Gulf, uh, if they do, or the Caribbean, uh, often they come our way, and we have to be prepared to deal with them. So we invited from the National Weather Service, Nick Petro, who is uh, been along the coast of North Carolina. I think, Nick, you were in Moorhead City at one time, weren't you? Uh, yeah, that's where I started my career. And, uh, uh, you know, I was able to uh, ex ex experience quite a few uh, really big hurricanes over the years. And, right, yeah, uh, you, were, you were up close and, and, uh, up close and personal when you were down there. Oh, well, I tell you <laughs> what, I, it, was, uh, it was exciting times down there at the coast during the hurricane season. Right, but now he's inland, but it seems like it's followed you because, as you pointed out, uh, Hurricane Matthew, I think, I, I nearly got drowned just going, going out to my car while it was raining during Matthew. And, of course, uh, Florence sort of camped on our coast and dropped, dropped a lot of water and didn't really go much of anywhere. And I think there was another one called Michael that dropped a lot of water, too. And so uh, we've gotten used, used to, to that sort of stuff. I can't remember. Uh, let, let me say one more thing. Uh, Barry, Barry Porter, who is with the uh, uh, Red Cross, 
and they they do a lot of preparing as much as the weather service does preparing because they have to help deal with the disasters uh, if they occur on the coast. It's going to be our guest next week, and I think on uh, Wednesday night, I believe. Uh, and so uh, you'll want to tune in tune in for that. It's always always good to do to get some advice from from those folks. But uh, Nick's talking about preparation for the hurricane's upcoming season, and I you were on either. Day number four of the week of things that you do, or day number five. So go for it. Yeah. So so uh, so we just talked about uh, uh, you know uh, day four. So day five is today's day. So uh, so what you want to do on uh, the theme of today's uh, hurricane preparedness uh, uh, was strengthening your home. Um, and and you know there's a lot you can do around your home uh, to protect it. You know, when it comes to the to the hurricane season, because you know, for example, for strong winds, you know, strong winds generally come with hurricanes, with tropical storms. So, you know, what do you want to do to, to you know, some of the things you could do to strengthen your home with strong winds um, might might involve like figuring out, how, you know, what items are going to need to be secured uh, when when the storm's approaching, or or trimming trees on your property. You know, because how many times have we, even during severe thunderstorms, you know, you turn on the news in the evening and you hear about a tree that fell on somebody's home, and, and you know, and unfortunately, you know, folks get injured that way, or, or even worse yet, there, you know, there have been fatalities from trees falling on homes. So, so it's always a good idea to, to assess that, you know, particularly, you know, in, in light of the, the upcoming hurricane season. Do you have any weak or dying or, 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 or you know, just trees that are already leaning over if so if you have that on your property think about removing them so that when the storms do hit and bring their high winds you don't have to worry about them falling on your home you know so think about how you might if you're at the coast think about and i say this particularly for coastal residents because there uh that's where you'll find the strongest of the wind so folks who live near the coast need to figure out how they're going to secure doors and windows um, you know, what kind of coverings are you going to use to protect that from flying debris? So, um, so those are things you want to think about, prepare, maybe cut that plywood now and put it in storage for when you need it. So you don't have to be going to the store and, and buying those items, uh, you know, when they're running low on supplies and everybody else is trying to get them too. So, uh, so strengthen your home is the theme of today. Um, Friday's theme is helping your neighbor. Because, you know, many people, you know, rely on the assistance of neighbors uh, before and after hurricanes. So, you know, you can help your neighbors uh, collect the supplies they need. Maybe go shopping with them or, or get their supplies for them. Uh, you know, if you have uh, uh, neighbors who need assistance, you know, um, offer to help them, or, you know, uh, gather up their supplies. If evacuation orders are issued, you know, maybe, um, it, you know, assist them or prepare to assist them. Or maybe plan if you have any, um, you know, ahead of time on how you may uh, how you may assist. Um, and then obviously check in check in with your neighbors uh, after the storm passes. Make sure everybody's okay. It's always good when uh, when residents and communities come together, uh, both before, during, and, and after the storm. And, and certainly that's a that's a, a good neighborly thing to do. And then finally, the last day we'll uh, recognize. Um, Saturday is the last day of Hurricane Preparedness Week, and the theme of that is to take everything we learned on days one through six and put it down on paper. 
So everything we talked about, everything from determining your risk, developing an evacuation plan, assembling disaster supplies, getting an insurance checkup, strengthening your home, figuring out how you're going to help your neighbor, put all this on a, a, down on paper. You know, writing, it, writing down your plan will help you avoid mistakes. Um, you know, when, when, when the storm's approaching, everybody gets all excited, and it's easy to overlook things or forget about things or, or make mistakes uh, as you're preparing yourself for the storm. So if you have it all written down, that can really help. Make sure, again, to keep important documents together for quick access. You know, uh, maybe take some, some photos of, uh, of, of, um, of valuables or, or maybe stuff in your home in case you have an insurance claim after the storm has blown through and did damage. Um, you know, maybe uh, have your evacuation plan uh, written down that you can share with uh, other family members who may not be in the area so that, uh, you know, distant relatives might know how they can catch up with you so that they can feel that, uh, that they've checked up on you and made sure you're safe. So, um, so anyway, having it all written down. And finally, I'll point out that, um, you know, writing it down could be as simple as just, you know, grabbing some paper and just jotting these things down. But actually, I encourage everybody to, to download these free templates that are available where it's kind of like a form that you can fill out. So it's, it looks very organized, uh, very, very organized. And it's always great when you're putting all these plans down to, to have it so it's easy to access. Let me give you a website where you can download these templates, ready.gov. That is so easy to remember because what we're, we're, we're encouraging folks to get ready. So that's an easy website, ready.gov. And that'll take you to uh, FEMA's um, hurricane preparedness and, and other disaster readiness webpage uh, where you can download a plan uh, or a template, I should say, that, that you can customize for your situation. So, uh, Tom, those are the uh, seven days in each topic each day. And, uh, you know, we've, I've shared a lot of information, but uh, it's easy to, um, to, to uh, get, a, get a review on all this if people visit our webpage at uh, weather.gov slash Raleigh. They can see everything the, I've just the state, outlined. Doesn't the state, uh, I forget the institution that organizes things like this, uh, have a, a good website that you can go to and, and uh, or maybe an app for the, the, the people in the state government who organize uh, dealing with hurricanes once they, once they have come by. And let me say one thing, too, that uh, one of the things that, that you, you talked about was uh, telling some... I think it's a good thing to tell somebody uh, where you would go or where you might be. So if your your uncle in, in Charlotte calls and wants to know where you are and they can, and you're not answering the phone, they can call Mrs. Jones up and they'll say, oh, oh they went to a certain motel. You, you see what I'm getting at? So they'll know where you are. And, and Yeah, they, that's all part of your written plan, absolutely. Exactly. Right. You, you pointed to that. And I just wanted to underline it for you and so on. But... Uh, yeah. um, Dick Petro, the National Weather Service, with his advice on what to do, and and I think he properly underlined. I'm just a, a citizen, but I've been been here for yay many years, and uh, I, I can remember Nick. I've never had to go into my basement because of a hurricane. I've had to go down by because of a tornado. Actually, I did have to go because of, uh, during Hurricane Fran, but it was because the drain was not open, and I had to go down and let the water out. I mean, the basement was filling up, and uh, and I was down in the middle of the night in the dark, uh, trying to find the drain by feel, and, and so it was it was interesting. But if you you need certain tools and things, just know where that stuff is. Plan ahead. Have a plan is a good thing to do. 
and, and Nick has brought us that information tonight. If he doesn't mind, I've asked him to talk, if he will, a little bit about some other weather issues, particularly the situation with, with regard to the drought. And, Nick, if you'll do that, I'll ask you to do that right after we take this break, okay? Absolutely. Okay, thank you. We'll be back. 949 at WCTF, the Tom Kearney Show for Thursday night. Uh, it's May 13th, and uh, we're about 17, 18 days away. See, that's about two and a half weeks away from June 1st, the beginning of the official date of the hurricane season. And we've had uh, Nick Petro of the National Weather Service here tonight. His, among his many jobs, along with forecasting and figuring out whether we had a tornado or not, is to keep the media and the public aware of what uh, uh, the, the National Weather Service, what the message is in terms of, uh, of severe weather and things like that. And he's given us a look tonight at a good way to prepare for hurricane season. We have uh, recently, uh, Nick, uh, recently your friend and my friend Rod Gonski was here, and the night he was here, he talks about the weather like you do. He's retired from, from the job that you have, as a matter of fact. But but what we did was talk about the drought, and I thought I would ask you, how, did, how does it seem to be going? Have we had any rain to, to change things? Well, Tom, unfortunately, um, not, uh, not enough. Uh, unfortunately, we're still... Uh, in a, a big chunk of the state, particularly the eastern half of the state, is in what's called a D0 or normally dry. So um, you have to get down to like um, uh, down toward, uh, gosh, I guess it would be Wilmington, over toward Jacksonville, uh, maybe toward uh, Clinton, and, and uh, not quite so, maybe to Lumberton. From there south, um, there's uh, 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 what's called a moderate drought. So um, it's sneaking up on us. I'll tell you, if we don't get some rain soon, um, certainly um, that drought area uh, will have to be uh, expanded. And in fact, the last 30 days um, has been particularly dry, at least in the eastern half of the state, where we've had, uh, gosh, we've only had about uh, maybe 50 to 25% of normal rainfall. So um, this has been more of a recent thing. Obviously, everybody remembers how wet the, the, the winter was. In fact, it, it, it stayed wet, gosh, into the early spring. And, and uh, you know, everything was uh, just super wet. The rivers were running high. The lakes were full. Um, but how quickly things have turned. Um, in the western part of the state, it's not quite as bad. But, but uh, particularly uh, once you get uh, from about Charlotte up toward, uh, toward the Triangle and eastward, uh, that's where we see... Um, see a little bit of drought developing. So um, so we'll have to keep our eyes on that and, uh, and hope for some rain, I guess. Well, we've had a really, I think, a very beautiful and pleasant springtime. It hasn't, we've had a few cold days and, and a few warm days, but we haven't had any, any particular time when it was really cold for a long time or really warm for a long time. It's just been just very nice, and of course it looks beautiful, but... Uh, uh, I, we had, and I think we had a mild winter too. I don't know whether you agree with that or whether the stats agree with that, but it seems like to me that, you know, we had a cold day here and there, and so on. And I'm wondering, does do you feel that, or do you have any inkling, or does anybody in your in your profession feel like uh, that that this will be indicative of the kind of summer we're going to have? Well, we the last summer was not all that hot. As a matter of fact, it was it was summer. We knew that, but. Uh, it didn't get you know where where it was over ninety for you know a week or two 
I, I will point out that did you know this morning uh, the the low at uh, Raleigh Durham International Airport was thirty seven degrees. Which it's a record, just, I believe, wasn't it? Which destroyed the old record was forty. Yeah. Uh, 1960. So, man, I tell you what, it, it, this has been sort of a really interesting, cool start, or cool May, I should say. Um, and uh, but, but I wouldn't necessarily, to kind of get to your question, I wouldn't necessarily say that's going to be an indicator of, um, you know, of, of, of what this summer is going to be like. I, I generally try to, you know, avoid looking at the last uh, couple weeks or months um, and, and, and try to make any uh, assessment as to... Um, uh, as to what the um, uh, rest of the next few months are going to be. I will point out, though, we're running about two and a half degrees below normal at RDU, uh, Raleigh Durham International, for the month of May. So it's been, uh, yeah, been on the little cool side. I will, I will point out, though, that the Climate Prediction Center, who, who makes these long, long-range monthly outlooks, uh, does show that the three-month outlook for, uh, for May, June, and July would suggest now, now, so far for May, it hasn't worked out. But for June and July, the suggestion is, is that temperatures will run above normal uh, with above normal precipitation. So if that comes true, uh, maybe we'll get some relief for the drought. Who knows? But, um, but certainly the first of that month, uh, May, hasn't really quite worked out with that forecast. It's been pretty chilly. And one of the things I think that we've heard in terms of the hurricane season that's coming up is that the, the the sea, the water in the ocean is a little warmer than, than it's been to expect it. Let's go back for just a second. The, you say the National Weather Service is going to give out its its uh, predictions as to a hurricane season uh, in about, uh, well, about a week, as a matter of fact, if I remember. It's on May 20th, so we'll, yeah. we'll, look, yeah. we'll look forward to that. Uh, and, Absolutely. Uh, and, and remember, too, that uh, it's not unusual to have May storms. Uh, I'm not saying there's anything out there right now. In fact, there isn't. But just remember last year. Remember Tropical Storm Arthur, the first se- the first storm of the season? Uh, that occurred on uh, May 16th, so it, it, it started. So, in fact, we had two um, tropical systems in the month of May uh, last year. So, um, so anyway, right now there's nothing out there. Don't, don't think this is going to be a repeat of that. But, you know, it can happen. I mean, so, uh, so anyway, the, po- the point is, is now's the time to get ready for the hurricane season. Now's the time to prepare. Right, and those two storms that you named, though, that came in May, were named storms. Uh, I was going. I I had to predict the predictions here, and I need to hurry because we're just about out of time. But uh, the uh, the prediction of uh, the Colorado State is seventeen named storms, eight hurricanes, and uh, four category three or higher hurricanes are are expected this year. Nick, I want to thank That's you for being. <laughs> I want to thank you for being with us tonight and, as always, providing all the information. And we'll look forward to having you back before too long uh, on, the, on the Tom Curry right. Show. Thank you so much, Tom. Right. I may talk to you a little bit later off the line here. But uh, in any event, Nick Petro of the National Weather Service is our guest tonight. Uh, tomorrow night will be a Friday night trivia night. And uh, I'll remind you again that uh, Barry Porter of the Red Cross is going to talk about pre- preparations for the uh, hurricane season along the coast and so on coming up next week.